Welcome back to History Happy Hour. I am your host, Dana Ashland, but today, call me Catherine Feathersword. Any ideas as to what our topic is today? Wait, you already know from the title of the podcast. Today, we will be discussing the question, why is the period from 1650 to 1730 known as a golden age of piracy? Hmm, I don't know much about this topic. Let's bring in our special guest for today's episode, historian Miriam Bajorg. She's a master's in history with honours in piracy. Hello, Dana. Thank you for having me. I'm very eager to start talking about this intriguing topic of piracy. Sounds great. I'm glad that you're excited to talk about this topic with us today. If you were to pick one pirate that was the most significant in the period from 1615 to 1730, who would you pick? I think that one of the most significant pirates of this time was Bartholomew Roberts, a.k.a. Black Bart. Why? He accomplished many things as a captain, as he took over 400 boats and was a fair pirate with few controversial policies. Evidence shows that some of his articles were all important decisions to be put to a vote, any man caught stealing shall be marooned, all pistols and cutlasses will be kept clean, no women allowed on board. Any man who deserts ship in battle shall be put to death. All crews' quarrels will be settled on shore. The captain and quartermaster receive two shares of the booty. The master, gunner and boatswain, one and a half shares. Other officers, one and a quarter shares. And all other, one shares each. Injuries are to be compensated. And any man who loses a limb in battle shall receive extra booty. Personally, I don't agree with the woman policy, but it kind of makes sense with prostitutes and them getting in the way of their raids. The fact that they got paid when they lost a limb is a good policy to have when his crew raided ships. This would have resulted in battles for the booty. So, that sounds very intriguing, but how did he become such a big pirate? And was he, like, born into piracy, and how did he get into it? Yes, so he was born in Wales in 1682 and grew up as a merchant. He got into piracy when he was on a voyage, when a ship captured by pirates who took him and all his crew as prisoners. When the captain and some of the crew were murdered in battle, Blackbart was voted to become the captain of their fleets. Before he was elected as the captain, Blackbart was one of the lowest-ranking pirates, He was elected purely because he had a good personality and he had good navigational skills. He was mainly based around Brazil, the Caribbean and West Africa, where he unfortunately died in battle. He was mainly based around these areas as they had very few laws around piracy, which made his job easier and less risky. He seems like a pretty average pirate with many controversial rules and having implemented such peacekeeping articles that show peak into his personality. Whoa, he really was successful. But I have a couple more questions for you after this short break. Okay, so now that we've covered the basics, here come the bigger questions. 
Do you think that the wars also contributed to what time the period was recognised as? Well, it definitely isn't just fighting and army hearty. It has more of a strategic concept. I think the wars did have an impact on the time period being recognised as the Golden Age Piracy. The Golden Age of Piracy is split into two main parts. The buccaneering and privateering period, where Spain was invading, which took place around 1650 to 1680. And then there was the pirate period, from 1716 to 1726, which was when the most prominent pirating actions happened. Okay, so you mentioned the buccaneers in Spain. Is there anything else that occurred in that time period? So during the Spanish succession, there were the buccaneers and the privateers. Both were given permission to commit acts of piracy because of the war at the time. Privateers were introduced to steal the belongings of enemy ships and were the legal pirates. They were also given portions of booty from the big Spanish galleons. The buccaneers were described as the offland hunters and were located in Tortuga, which they had conquered and inhabited. The buccaneers were soldiers that harassed the Spanish and were very protective over Tortuga, which was not conquered by the Spanish. The buccaneers were later kicked out of Tortuga by the Jamaican government because they didn't want their trade in their country. So the buccaneers were pushed back into high seas piracy. The difference between a buccaneer and a privateer is buccaneers were Anglo-French and were effectively pirates already. And the privateers were European. In this context, they were Spanish. This was because of the Spanish succession happening in this time period which was the war that brought about privateers, which influenced the increase in piracy during this time period. So how are privateers involved? Piracy was increased due to privateers because post-Spanish succession around 1697, when all piracy had been made illegal and privateers were no longer needed, the privateers had no job to go back to. As a result of the war, the economy was falling, making it hard to find jobs to make a living. So they became pirates as it was easy to gain wealth and get booty from sailing the high seas. There was also a very weak naval force to protect the ships carrying lots of booty, making it easier to become rich fast. Most famous pirates were privateers in the Spanish succession before they were pirates because it was easier than going and working seven-year apprenticeships to earn enough to live. Being a pirate was also made easier because of the transatlantic trade route which had big ships, making it an easy target for many pirates to gain wealth. So the war impacted the increase of piracy due to the buccaneers and privateers that became pirates after the war, which impacted the recognition for this time period as the golden age of piracy. Wow, that sounds so interesting. We will hear more from you after a short break from our sponsors. Support Australia in Eurovision on the 29th of May on Channel 7. We will be broadcasting at 5am. Come and listen to Kate Miller-Heike representing Australia. And we're back with Mariam Bajorg. So, Mariam, do you believe that colonisation was a big contributor in 1615 to 1730 to it being known as the Golden Age of Piracy? Colonisation was a key part to the successfulness of the Golden Age of Piracy and how it is defined. Due to the colonisation, new trade routes had to be established between the European country and the colonised land. This led to many resources being transported on the ships to help the colonisation. The main resources were weapons, gold, food, tobacco and opium. The pirates were interested in the resources coming across the seas and they wanted to seize the opportunity and get some booty. 
Therefore, the development of colonization allowed pirates with more opportunities to raid ships and take their loot. So, Mariam, I've heard about the triangular transatlantic slave trade. Is it involved in this period? Yes, this does affect the pirates as it was one of their sources of raids. The pirates knew this route and decided to act upon it and raid their ships for their expensive and treasured booty. One route that the European ships used when trading their goods and slaves was the triangular transatlantic slave trade. This route was used to trade, buy and sell slaves and goods. This route was shaped in a triangular formation, hence the name. This route left Western Europe for Africa with many goods to trade with Africa for their slaves. The Europeans would bargain with the African chiefs and not give them a fair trade. Once the deals had been finalised, they travelled across the Atlantic to America, where they would sell the slaves across the country and gather agricultural goods that the slaves had manufactured. Remember that the Europeans were not equal traders and frequently bargained their colonies and other countries for their benefit. The produce that was coming across the seas was what the pirates would frequently want to benefit themselves and the crew. To gather the booty, they would raid the European ships for their own benefit. The captain of the ship had to be good at navigating the waters and understand the routes of popular ships to know the best time to raid them. This made the time period from 1650 to 1730 the Golden Age, as there were many ships for the pirates to raid on the waters and the pirates could raid the ships. Due to colonisation, easy targets were made for the pirates to invade, creating an increase in piracy during 1650 to 1730. So now that we've gained a lot more knowledge on the topic and reasons why it was called the Golden Age, here comes the big question. In conclusion, why was the time period from 1615 to 1730 known as the Golden Age of Piracy? This time period is known as the Golden Age of Piracy because of three key factors. These are the Spanish succession, colonisation, the large amounts of pirates on the sea and the many boats on the waters for transportation of people, goods and agricultural products. These factors made it easier for pirates to become well-known in this time period, which indicates why this specific time period is commonly known as the Golden Age of Piracy. That sounds great. I would love to hear more about this topic, but that is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Mariam, for coming in and talking to us about this intriguing topic today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you again on History Happy Hour for our next episode. The next episode is going to be on the Vikings, so stay tuned. Army hearty!